You're listening to the midweek service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from our guest speaker. To learn more about us, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. All right. Quick little hi, everybody out there. Just welcome to uh, YouTube, Facebook, whatever you're doing to see us here tonight and join with us. Just a quick intro. My name is Brian Heck. I've been connected with uh, Pastor Mark uh, and uh, this local church since 1994. Um, I was just hungry. I was like, ministry helps. I want to do something. And that's really uh, a lot of the way if you want to move into the ministry, you just start helping and just get busy. And then you just begin to prove things out and promotion comes and and so I started out in the, the very small youth group um, and just grew and grew and grew and was able to uh, share many different places uh, at the Gospel Center Rescue Mission for about 15 years. And Pastor Mark has entrusted me with this pulpit. Thank you. Humbled. Uh, preached a lot to the youth here too, youth and uh, college and career. So anyways, I'm a school principal here in Stockton. My wife, Jenny, is also a school principal, so we, we are uh, in the battle. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you what. That's all right. It's the right place to be. We're called to be uh, ambassadors of Christ. All right, so uh, let's pray. Thank you for coming out tonight. And you just uh, pull... And you're, it's going to be good tonight, I promise, okay? So, Heavenly Father, thank you. You have a word. Uh, you have hope for our lives. You have joy unspeakable and full of glory. There's promises in your word that are fulfilled even now. Promises, promises, promises that you're good to deliver upon. So Lord, we're going to step out and receive everything that you've promised us, whether it's through the Bible or through some prophetic utterance over the last few uh, weeks or so. We just reach out and receive right now by faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, so promises of God. Uh, if I had a title, it's be, it would be possessing the promises of God. You know, the word says in 1 Corinthians 1.20, it says, for all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. You mean every single promise in here is for me? Yeah, for you and your house, your whole house. The promises of God are all yes and amen. Uh, and you know what? We're kind of, this is a year for advancement. We are moving forward and we are taking ground. If you look at the Old Testament, the Hebrew children, God didn't say hang out in the wilderness and throw a pity party and just maybe someday you can enter in. No, God wanted them to move in fast, but there was unbelief that held them back. But we're not those kind of folks, right? Yeah. No, we're going to move in and enter in and possess what belongs to us. 
It belong, this belongs to me. How many times have I stood on the promises of God when everything in the natural looked like it would not happen? And I'm reminded of a scripture, and it says, for all things are possible with God, okay? And whosoever, if you believe, all things are possible to those that believe. So I get some scriptures, get that face stirred up, begin to speak the word of the Lord, and you're going to see some great results. And it, it's not going to take a long time. You just stand your ground. Stand your ground. What's coming up against your life right now that's saying, mm -mm, you ain't going to get it. You can't have that family member come back to Christ. You're never going to get that promotion. Hmm? You'll never get out of debt. Is that what God says? Absolutely not. His promises are for us, and they are all yes and amen. So I'll take us over to 2 Peter chapter 1, and we're going to get this thing going. 2 Peter chapter 1. That's kind of towards the back, kind of close to the book of Revelation and 1 John. You want to have a good time? Read the book of Revelation. Yes, Lord, come quickly. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come quickly, Lord. Hurry up. We want you come. We want it coming back, Lord. Don't you? His imminent return is upon us. And so we're just going to kind of get a, we're just going to give the devil a little bit of a headache, aren't we? And just show him who's boss. All right, here we go. Okay, Peter speaks to us in verse 2 of chapter 1. He says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us. He called you. Amen. Hello. I was 14 years old, and he started knocking on the door of my heart. Oh, I got found. Thank God. I got saved. You know, and, and he called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are children of the day. We are children of the light. I tell you what, there is so much revelation knowledge for us to, as we begin to really engage in the word and be, really seek him. He's going to speak so many things to you and give you some reassurance of his love for you and that he's got great plans for your life. He hasn't forgotten about you. Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans in the storm. I'll come back. I'm coming back. And I got a mansions for you. So we got such a good life in store for us. It's getting better and better and better and brighter and brighter and brighter and better and better and better, and better unto the full light of day. My life, would you say that with me? My life, My life is getting brighter, is brighter. And, brighter and brighter and brighter. And brighter. <sighs> Can't help it. You're a child of the light. It's getting brighter and brighter under the full light of day. Now, I've been through some dark seasons in my life where it didn't seem very bright, but I just held on to some promises that I found in his word. And I was like, Lord, Lord, 
It doesn't feel like anything's changing. Lord, it looks terrible. You know, unemployment insurance is sure not good enough to support a family. I need help. I need help, Lord. And you promised in your word, if I sow and if I give and if I speak your word and say to that mountain and believe, I will receive. I'm going to receive. And you know what? It, it manifested. Okay. Now, faith isn't a feeling. Oh, I like feelings, don't you? Did you feel the presence of the Lord? Sort of, more like we sensed it, right? We sense his presence throughout our day or his comfort. But I tell you, there's times where it's just, you just, this is your word. I'm standing on this and I'm going to see it come to pass, Lord. And faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I have it now. What do you have need of? What do you have, what do you have need of or desire even? He doesn't even just stop at our needs. He wants to give us the desires of our hearts. See, he authors desires in our hearts. Have you ever felt a stirring in there? Maybe this week, a stirring to do something different, a stirring to step out in a new direction. A challenge uh, came to you to believe and to step into a bigger place of, of maybe it's in your career. What are you believing for? God wants us to stretch, stretch, stretch. Okay, too small, too small. We're thinking in many cases, far too small. We got this big, big God, created a big, big universe, and, uh, and he, he's still, it's just moving. There's movement. There's movement. Scientists say that the universe, it's just expanding at a very fast rate of speed. We are moving. It's just still going from when he said, light be. Whew. Okay, so... Let me continue here. It says, um, it says, by which we have been given, have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. It's like gold. What's in here is better than gold. And, and if you need some gold, this is a way to get some increase in your life. Increase belongs to the body of Christ. I declare that. Increase belongs to the people of God. It's not for just, you know, the people that run the big media outlets that hoard it up and just store it up and use it for all kinds of bad stuff. Increase belongs to the body of Christ. Would you say this with me? Increase belongs to me. to me, pay raises, pay raises. Advancement. advancement, promotion, promotion. Connections. connections are coming to me, coming to me. Right, now. right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Oh, wow. So there, are, <laughs> there really is, there really is. So just, oh man, I've been challenged. It's like there's been some things that I've, I see that I want to change or to improve uh, in my, I want my kids to be just so radically on fire for God. Hallelujah. And it's like, 
I was looking at it and analyzing it, and well, you know, they're great kids. They're awesome, but there's more. And so I was like, okay, Lord, well, you're speaking to me that this is a year of advancement. This is a year of fulfilled promises. So uh, I got some scriptures out. I found a few scriptures, and I just, now at work, I'm walking around and saying, all my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace. Great shall be their peace. Hey, let's not wait for something to happen. You know, you know, someday, God, I know you're going to do it. Hmm. No, 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 no. There's a, there's a saying by a, a wonderful man of God is, is keep the switch of faith turned on. You just, you may not feel, you just go about your day. Hmm, Lord, thank you. I'm just, see, your words set miracles in motion. It's with the words of our mouth that miracles begin to move. There's movement. There's movement. As you move your mouth, your mountain begins to move. It begins to move. It begins to move. The moment you start stepping out in faith, the promise is on its way. And then you just, okay, God, now I'm just going to resist the devil. I'm just going to stand my ground. I'm going to stand against doubt. What do you mean? No, you know how bad it is. No, not listening to you. I'm not listening to your negative thoughts. I'm not listening to your lies. I'm not listening to the prognosticators on uh, mm, CNBC. Some of you financial people. No. Or in Finance Magazine or something of that sort. No, 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 no. I'm... I see right here, the Lord's going to teach me how to build wealth. I'm going to build wealth through an income, but also through investments, 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 investing. Some of you, just challenge you, maybe savings is a good place to start. You got to have some savings, and then you begin to invest. Okay. All right. So it says that we have been given, to, it has been given to us exceeding great and precious promises that through these, through what? Through these promises, that you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. There's just some kind of a transaction that goes on when you get some promises moving in your life. Let's turn. This has been kind of kept on coming up and up and up. And it is in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, okay? We're speaking a little bit about possessing God's promises, experiencing a better quality of life, beginning to experience the best life He's planned for you and for me, okay? He's not planned any defeats for our lives. Not one, not one. Uh, You know, you get knocked down but not out. A righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. Anybody here fallen? I have. Wow, got knocked down. Surprise attack. I wasn't ready. Ooh, man, caught off guard or whatever. Well, all right. Well, we just aren't going to repeat that. I'm going to stay a little closer to you, Lord. going to stay a lot closer to you, and you're going to protect me. Protect me. I'll share a quick story with you is that years ago, I worked in the banking industry before I moved into education. And uh, the Lord 
protected me multiple times. But in this one case, um, and it, I stood on a promise, and I took that promise, and I whacked the devil's head so silly, and uh, it was... I knew that there was going to be a meeting that day, and I kept getting the scripture, a thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near unto me or nigh unto me, but only with mine eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked. It's over in Psalm 91. So wait, a thousand might get laid off, and 10,000 might get a mass layoff, but No. I'm going to just stand and see that and walk right through it into my destiny. And I just remember it was like the Lord showed me there's a meeting that's going to happen today. You need to take authority over it. You need to speak this scripture. And I just kept speaking it. And that's how we take authority over some of his attacks as we speak the word and say, no, 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 Mr. Devil. You can't have my source of income. <laughs> uh, 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 because... I'm a tither, I'm a giver, I'm a sower, and I'm a reaper. And I tell you what, there was a meeting, and I found out later that there was talk about cutting me loose, and it was just a weird thing, attack. And I'm just saying to you is that stay close to the Lord. Stay close to him through his word. He'll warn you in advance of things, and he'll protect you from what the devil is wanting to do to, you know, five other people over in that department and 10 people over there, and you'll walk out right into your perfect, into the perfect will of God. It may not be pretty, and it may be a little testing you. Anybody been tested? That means it's like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't fun. I just, just the other day, I was, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. But wait, a week later, Susie Bucket Mouse starts saying something mean about you to five other people and and you're being tested to get mean. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind because she deserves it and she's wrong. It's like, no, 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 no. Take a step back. Get a breath. Take it to the Lord in prayer. And say, Lord, your word says vengeance is mine, and I will repay. And you said, you know, we should, there's a heaping of coals on people's heads that can happen. You know, and and then we don't have to just, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. You don't have to go get revenge in the workplace or, or go tell somebody what you really, let God do it. That's part of Christian growth now. Learning how to have some self-control, one of the fruit of the Spirit, and patience. Let patience have its perfect work that you may be complete and entire, lacking nothing. I love, let's hear a whole series on patience. I want to hear like a five-week series on patience, don't you? No, but patience is kind of like what we need as we're going through tests and trials and difficulties. And you know, the Lord's going to bring you out of every single one of them. He's going to usher you safely into that Balua land. Is that how we say it? He's, you're going someplace. You're going someplace. Oh, and on the way, 
It's going to be fun, but there'll be a few tests, a couple trials. Get out your boxing gloves. Oh, I can't believe they said that about me. Uh-uh. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going into the prayer closet and say, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over the words that have been spoken against me. You know, uh, the word says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. There are times, you know, that there are just words that have been spoken behind my back, and I'm like, why am I struggling with this area? And it's like, somebody was speaking negatively about you. It's like, oh, and uh, not long ago, I just, Lord, oh, it's false judgment. Oh, I need to take authority over that. And it didn't take much. I just, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over the words that were spoken. Wow! It vaporized. And that's, I mean, I'd be walking along struggling in my, in my mind, thinking about, well, what is it? You know, is there something wrong with me? Is, did I do something wrong? Did I hurt their feelings? And, and I was struggling, and I, str- I talked to Jenny about it. And, and then finally, I'm sitting at my quiet place. Oh, words have been spoken, and um, the weapons of our warfare are not flesh and blood or carnal. We're getting back to that whole, I'm going to take it into my own hand thing. Anybody been tempted to do that? Besides, yeah, everybody, you got flesh, right? As long as you got this, you're going to have a little battle once in a while. But the greater one lives inside of you. And as you grow and as you develop and as you seek the Lord, as you spend time in his word, the the new man on the inside, the real you is strengthened and it develops. Now you work out, right? Yeah. He scares me sometimes. Wow, but I know that you're doing something and it shows. Wow, okay, man, I, I need to be disciplined like him. I need, you know, I need to be around some brothers and, and work out like Brian McFarland and stuff like that. Pastor Mark and some of those, and Ryan and Anna. Oh, we got a lot of you here. Well, it's the same in the realm of the spirit. You can develop the real you on the inside. Just spend some time in the word. You're going to get so built up and strong. You're just going to, wow. The devil will just be like, I don't want to mess with Jim Hicks. Because the last time I got around him, I got beat down something fierce. And he knows who he is in Christ. And he knows that I've been defeated. And I can't whip him. So I'll just go find someone else to pick on. That doesn't know as much. Right? He'll just go find somebody else to victimize. That doesn't know who they are. And that's where we come in. These, Oh, we want to help people. We want to help people. We want to help people. Because all oh, the trauma, the hurt, the, the stuff that's going on out there is so grievous. And it, I know it grieves the heart of God. And he just wants to send some of us out there. And you don't have to be some super spiritual, halo glowing saint to get something done for God. It's just 
that's the good news because most of us wouldn't be that way. But there is a flow and there is an anointing that as you step out will just flow like rivers of living water will come out of you. And it's like, wait a minute, you know what? I just messed up about, you know, I was kind of trying to take some things in my own hand. (laughs) But you know what? There's, God doesn't hold anything against us and he wants us to experience his fresh anointing. There's a fresh, fresh anointing that flows and uh, it's exciting So it's not in our own strength, like Ryan was saying earlier, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And that new person on the inside, if you read in Galatians, it talks about the fruit of the spirit. I love the gifts of the spirit, don't you? Give me a word of knowledge. Pow! And I take every one I can get. Come on, Mr. Gipe. Hit me with another one. Laura here got hit like three times. I was like, man, she's pulling. She's pulling three prophets. Whoa. That was exciting. It was, it was exciting to see her get blessed. And, and all of you get blessed. We'll take the gifts of the Spirit because they really are for us. And we can walk and move in those gifts too. You can see, you know, covet earnestly the, the best gifts. Covet earnestly. If you want to begin to be used by God, just get in your prayer closet and say, Lord, I'd like you to begin. I'd love to start seeing the supernatural operate in my life. Whoa. It's for us. But also there's that dimension of the fruit of the Spirit, which is really the character of Christ. And when that really develops, we are really become some cool witnesses because people know, wait a minute, I remember him. I'm not looking at you. Wait. I remember him. He was angry, bitter, resentful. He'd just as soon cuss you, you know, just mean. Hello, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Give that person some space. But God can turn that kind of, that around into being some dynamic person for God where you're just fighting the good fight of faith and you resist the devil and he runs from you as if in terror. So God can take that fight and put it just in a different dimension, in a, in a spiritual dimension. Hmm. I'm all over the map. I'm sorry. Uh, God looked at Paul, an angry man. Saul, back in that day, he got a name change. Got knocked off a horse, had a heavy, heavy visitation. Unbelievable. But he was persecuting the church. And if you look at it, the church was scattered out of Jerusalem, and they went out to Judea and Samaria, and out. they started moving out and advancing. Took a little pressure to move him out <laughs> but uh, he, was, he was threatening people he was killing or standing by people when they were killed giving permission for it he's a very powerful man but God turned that man around you want to re- I mean you can read one of the most incredible passages on love that he wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 love is kind there's just oh go look if you want I'm a man of love Uh, I used to be a person who was angry, bitter, resentful, hurt, disappointed, rejected, 
But now I'm accepted. I'm received. I'm seated in heavenly places. I'm royalty. You are a brand new person. You are royal blood. Don't let anybody steal that from you. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not somebody really great. Because Jesus was sent to this planet to redeem us because he saw something great in the human race. And he's not willing for any to perish. But man, you got to receive them and accept them and believe. And whew, Your future is so bright. Your future is so bright. Yes, it is. All right, so we'll turn over. It, Matthew 17, 20. Sorry. Whew. I was thinking this is just a different way where Jesus cursed the fig tree over in Mark's gospel. And here, I was just seeing it. Again, faith, possessing the promises. And I'll share this with you. Is that years ago, when we were engaged... She lived out in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Pastor Mark's former church there that he turned over to Pastor Chris. And I had some, I had rejection. My, my dad, I remember just the hurtful, painful things that he would say and, and the rejection, it just pierced to my heart. I didn't even know, I don't know. How do you know what you don't know? But there was a few, I was at work and it was noise. I just, the Lord, the Holy Ghost spoke to me so clearly. Take these, take a few scriptures, meditate in them, confess them, speak them over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, there is a scripture, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And he continues, he says, in this I will be confident. So I'd say, I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident in the Lord. And the Lord, there's just scriptures. And it changed the way I saw on the inside. There was some development like going to the gym. But then I had strength to just, no, I'm, I'm okay. There is another one in Ephesians that says he is, I, I've been accepted in the beloved. I'm accepted. I was rejected by man and people, but I'm accepted by God. So, you know, maybe that's you here tonight or on the camera feed is that you have struggled with... Uh, self-esteem <clears throat> or self-worth or how you feel about yourself, maybe you're insecure, that is subject to change. You can seize that new identity that already belongs to you. You are already that, but it's that new man on the, or new person on the inside that needs to be built up, strengthened. And it doesn't take very long to see Things change and develop. Not very long at all. All right, Matthew 17, 20. That, if you took that to the bank, okay. So what about, okay. What if I needed some financial health? 
is there a few scriptures in here and instructions in here that we can, you know what? No, 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 no. I've been looking at the bank account and it's screaming red. It's all red ink. Yuck. Uh, I think we can all say that there's been a moment in our lives where we've struggled in that area of financial things, but man, the Lord doesn't want us to stay there. He plans on us to step into a wealthy place. I stood on that scripture, broke, and things didn't change as fast as I'd like, but I learned about the seed principle in Mark chapter 4. Not all at once, but little by little, first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. You're not going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger buff overnight. You got to get in there, and he was doing two-a-days probably and doing other things that you shouldn't have. Who knows? But... (laughs) Choke, sort of, but you know what? It took him a while. It took him a while, and and I tell you what, it's worth it. It is worth every ounce of effort. Those that sow to the flesh shall reap corruption, but those that sow to the spirit shall reap everlasting life. God's not mocked. Uh, he's not mocked. You put the word in you, you're gonna start seeing some real change. Real change, real change, real change mm-hmm. in so many areas. So Matthew 17, 20. All right. So it says this. So Jesus said to them. So the disciples were like, why couldn't we cast this uh, devil out of this kid? And uh, he said, it's because of your unbelief. He says, you didn't have enough. He says, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith, as a oh, coconut. Some big, I mean, sometimes if you, oh, I just got to build up my faith until it gets so large and then poof. It's like, no, just start with that little bit you got. Start with that one scripture you got memorized. Or two or five or ten. All right, just start with it and get after it. Okay, we're going to get after it. We're going to press in. We're going to take back everything that the devil has stolen from us. We're going to seize what belongs to us. We're going to enter in and possess our promised land, and we're going to do it through faith. Faith, 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 faith. It says, Jesus said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this, mountain, this barrier, this obstacle, this frustrating neighbor. (laughs) Lord, they are really, they're really, I just, please, they got to (laughs) move. They're parties. They're loud. They're disrespectful. I got a friend and we literally prayed and took authority over the spirit. I mean, he was being tormented by neighbors. They're renters. And they found a very far, 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 far away place. We don't know where they went. Or their dog. <laughs> or their marijuana. And all that stuff. Hmm? Hmm? This, this stuff is very practical. It may, you, you know somebody that's got a neighbor that's crazy? Okay, well, take it to the Lord in prayer. And uh, uh, it's, you know, it says, 
that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. So we don't want to get all caught up in the drama of what they're doing and get angry at them. No, get angry at the devil that's working behind them and is really messing with your life. Whatever area that is. Neighbor was just one example. So move from here to there. If you say to this mountain, move, neighbor. (laughs) Move. Debt. Come on, move. From here. Get out of my way. The only place you have is underneath my feet. That's the only place the devil belongs. And he'll taunt you, he'll yell, roar, roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Take the sword of the Spirit, taking your head off, and I'm going to hit you a few more times while I'm at it till you know I really mean business. I mean business. We are the blood-bought, the church, the redeemed. And the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So as we leave this place tonight, begin to speak the word of God at those circumstances, at those problems, at those barriers, at those temptations. No, I'm not going to go back into that old lifestyle. No, I'm going to have a new set of friends, a new set of influences. They're going to, we're going to talk the word. We're going to live the word. We're going to believe the word. We're going to say the word and we're going to have the results that have been promised to me. He says, tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it. Move, move, move. Get out of my way. You're in my past. You're under my feet. You can't have my kids. You can't have my money. You can't have my city. You can't have my school. You can't have anything It does not belong to you. It belongs to the body of Christ. And I think we might be able to end on that. It belongs to us. Oh, wow. That's intense. I hope, oh, but it is ours. Mm. Get a little bit ugly. Mark Hankins, I think, says it just talks about ugly faith. It ain't pretty, but I'm winning. It may sound, you know, pray in tongues a little louder. Freak that neighbor out. Shundai! In the name of Jesus. Play your worship music. Don't be afraid and don't be ashamed. Just stand up and believe and receive. All right. Oh, hallelujah. So uh, if you're here tonight and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, then today is a day of salvation. Today, today, not tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to put it off until I sow my wild oats. Mm-mm. You haven't been promised tomorrow, but today is the day of salvation. So I know 99.99% of us in here are believers, but perchance somebody, 
You know, you, man, it's good to rededicate. Even if you're a believer, we're going to rededicate. We're going to fire up. We're going to pow, pow, pow. Okay, so let's pray. So uh, the Bible says, uh, Jesus says, you must be born again. You can't enter the kingdom of heaven unless you have Jesus in your heart. Because he came to forgive us of our sins and to make us new creations. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And that's the greatest step you'll ever take is the step of, yes, Lord, come into my life. Make me a new person. Help me, Lord. I want to live for you. I'm tired of sin. I'm tired of the wages of sin. It's all death anyways. Don't need it. Set me free. Break these chains, Lord. Okay? So we're going to pray. All of us out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for me. He died for me so that I could live for you. I ask you, forgive my sins. Come into my life. Make me brand new. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If that's you here tonight, first off, I would invite you to Harvest Bible Church where we can give you some literature about being born again and take those first steps into your new life. Okay? Because it's just that first step. Some of the stuff I was sharing is like, you know, it's like, it's yours, but you got to grow and develop into it. And it's fun. It really is fun.